Hi, everybody. I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. I'm joined today by my good friend, Nick Hand. Nick, hi. Hi. Glad you'll be with us. Nick is the, uh, I call him Nick Podcast King. His real last name is Hand, but I call him Podcast <laughs> I've King. I've been called worse. Because, uh, so have I. Uh, <laughs> because uh, he has been helping my wife, Lindsay, do her podcast. And her podcasts are so good. They are so much better than mine. I am so envious. I am so, what is it about, about her that you do her podcast? And now I want to help you with mine. I want to help, <laughs> have you help me with mine because you, you do them better with her. Well, I'm flattered. I think we'll do this. I think we'll do the same. Well, you may be flattered, but I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Anyway, Nick's with me today. We're coming up to Christmas, Nick, just a few days. And this ought to be a joyous, happy time, but to many people it's not. There are a lot of people that are struggling right now in America and other nations around the world. Uh, some of them are worried how they're going to pay their bills. The bills do, and they don't know how they're going to make it. There are a lot of people that are not looking forward to 2023. They're, um, they've looked at the economy, uh, uh, they've looked at the mess that's in Washington, D.C., and they look at all the illegal aliens coming across the border, and they look at gas prices and look at all this other stuff that's going on uh, in our country, and they they wonder what our future is. And uh, some of them have uh, other problems. I mean, as you're listening right now, you may have a situation in your family. You may be facing a situation coming up uh, on Christmas where you're going to have to entertain people you don't want to be with, uh, or or you've, you're depressed, Maybe you've been laid off of your job, or you've got a son that's in prison, or, or something else is wrong, or you've got a gallbladder problem, and you're hurting, and you're not sleeping. You've also become an, like an insomniac. There are a lot of people facing a lot of different, yeah. a lot of different things this Christmas. Uh, and, and for me to, to say something flippant to you would be wrong. But at the risk of sounding flippant, I want to say something to you that I think is very important. It's God's will for you to thrive. You say, well, what do you mean, Richard, thrive? Well, thrive really means a prosperous journey. Well, Richard, how could I possibly thrive? You don't know what I'm going through. Well, everybody goes through things. But notice we go through things. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. David went through things. Moses went through things. All people in the Bible went through things. I've been through lots of things in my life. But I've decided to believe that somehow, some way, God is going to make a way for me where sometimes it looks like there's no way. And I believe he can do that for you. I believe God wants you to thrive. I believe that God wants you to come out of depression, out of fear, out of worry, out of being anxious all the time. I believe he wants to heal your gallbladder or whatever it is in your body that's giving you problems. I believe he wants to make your family prosperous. If you've lost your job, I believe God wants to give you a better job with better hours, better location, better times, better benefits. I believe God wants you to thrive in every area of your life. I just think I just think it's crucial and very important. And I think you should know that. And and that's that's why I want to I want to pray for you today. And that's why I want to encourage you to believe in your heart. And I think that's where it starts, Nick. Yeah. I think it starts in believing. And that's hard for some people to do. And I've been through some things in my life that's been very difficult for me to believe. But I, I crossed over. 
I crossed over that chasm and said, God, even though I don't see the answer, I believe that somehow, some way, you're going to bring a positive resolution to this. I think that one thing that would be huge for people listening, obviously we need to talk about, you know, how... Sorry about that. That's okay. It happens in podcast world. When, when you're talking about, you know, thriving, people are going to want to know, okay, given current circumstances, how do I thrive? So I think it's important that we talk about that. But first, maybe just clarify that definition of, of thriving, because you said uh, prosper, a prosperous way prosperous on the road. Journey. But, so, but you know, people, when we think of prosperity, a lot of times people think of money, but obviously there's lots of people oh. with money that are miserable and not Absolutely. thriving. So what are we talking about when we talk well, about thriving? I think you're talking about every area of your life. If you look at, if you look at the Bible, the Bible says in 3 John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Mm. Well, that covers every area of your life, physically, spiritually, emotionally, in your family, in your business, in your job, in your marriage, Mm -hmm. in your relationships, in every area of your life. God wants you to thrive Mm. in every area. Well, God, I'm not thriving. Well, what are some of the steps? What can we do right. to thrive? How? How do we thrive? You're just saying it is one thing, doing it is another. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that. If, if God says that I can thrive, we talk about God wants you to thrive, yet we look at political structures, yeah. we look at things like, you, I mean, you mentioned a handful of things in your opening that people are going through. How, how, how can I really thrive when I'm experiencing things in life that really well, aren't thriving? That's a really good question. I think, first of all, you've got to believe got to make a decision. I'm going to believe that God wants me to thrive. Mm. It starts there. I don't think you can go into it negatively. I don't think you can go into it saying, well, I, I, I don't think this is going to work. I think you've got to go on the positive side. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to come to a place where you say, okay, I'm going to make a decision. I've got nothing to lose. I'm going to believe and make a decision today that God wants me to thrive. He wants me to be well in every area of my life. Because I may not know the Bible very well, but I know enough to know that God loves me. He sent his son uh, to take on my sin and shame and take stripes on his back. I know he loves me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make a decision, first of all, that he wants me to be well. And that's my first step. And that's regardless of what you see. That's no regardless what. of what you're experiencing. It's I've a- been through some things in my life where it looked like I was going down the toilet, you know. Mm. <laughs> and, and and somehow, some way, God brought me through because I made a decision. God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to believe you that somehow, some way, you're going to make a way for me. Yeah. So after I settle in my heart, I'm, I'm going to believe that that there's a life on the other side of this, that I, it's possible for me to thrive. What do I do from there? Then... It's time to start. It's time to start investing in some other people. Hmm. Um, it's time to it's time to find someone to be a blessing to. Um, it's time to give of yourself into some other people's lives. Uh, this whole world is built on a seed, uh, on a seed format. Everything you see came from a seed. You know, in the natural, you came from a seed. I came from a seed. Doing something uh, for somebody else is like a seed that you put in the ground. Yeah. I remember when uh, when Lindsay, my wife, was having miscarriages, and uh, you know she was told when she was eighteen she'd never be able to have children because she had endometriosis, and we wanted children so so much, but she, all she was having was miscarriages, and she was hurting on the inside. It was just crushing her that she could get pregnant, but she couldn't stay pregnant. It wound up in a miscarriage. And I think she had either two or three, 
she'd have to be here to, I don't remember it was either two or three miscarriages that she had. And she did something out of her hurt. She started giving baby showers for women that she knew were pregnant. That was a very, very difficult thing for her to do because here she was getting pregnant and then having a miscarriage. And then at the same time, helping a woman who was in the position that Lindsay wished she was in. Mm. She gave of herself. She sewed. She did something to help that person. And it wasn't long until she became pregnant and, and, uh, and we had our oldest daughter, Jordan, born. It was, it was something that she did for somebody else that produced a positive result. And that's not like like you mentioned. It's funny because you mentioned like how hard that would have been for for Lindsay. I think for people listening, it's easy to think, well, you got to be a better man than I because when I'm going through things like that, you're telling me I need to believe that it's possible to experience good, and then I need to go invest. And in, that's the last thing I feel like doing. So when you're in that position, I mean, for, for you even Richard Roberts, you know, like, do you feel like investing when you're going through it? No. <laughs> I think no. that's important for people to hear because no, you, and and Lindsay in Lindsay's case, she would even go down the baby aisle in a grocery store for a while because it'd make her cry. I've been through some things. I, I didn't want. I did not want to invest in anybody's life, but I understand a principle. Mm. The principle is: I know God cares about me, and I know that if I begin to invest in others, I know somehow, some way, He's going to turn the tide, mm. and somehow I'm going to start having positive results instead of negative results. And I get that into my thinking, and that gets down into my spirit, and I believe it, and I act on it. Is it a matter of just doing good deeds? Is it about giving in the area that you're lacking? How do you know where to invest? Uh, well, that, that starts with prayer. Hmm. I think when you begin to pray and say, Lord, would you show me, would you give me an opportunity to invest in someone's life? It may be a, an hour of babysitting. It may be saying, hey, you look like you need a break from your kids. Uh, why don't you go to Walmart for an hour? Let me sit here at your house and watch things for a while. You know, something like that. Uh, it may be, hey, let me come over. Uh, let me come over and clean your house. Uh, you so know? it's practical things. It's uh, not just things like, like that, you know. It's not just talking about financial seed. Oh, like no, you're talking about practical. Well, so many people think when you talk about seed or they hear somebody on television talking about seed, you're only talking about money. Uh, no, seed can be anything in any area of your life. Uh, it, uh, uh, yes, it could be money, but it could be a, it could be a, a, a good word. It could be a pat on the back. It could be a, hey, let me give you an hour's relief, you know, from what you've been doing right now. It's anything you can do. It might be just a kind word. Yeah. What do you say to the person that says, I, I did that already and it doesn't seem like anything is happening? Hold on and refuse to give up and say to the Lord, I did what I believe you wanted me to do. Now I'm expecting you to, to multiply that back to me so that I can thrive in my life. I want to say it again. I believe God wants you to thrive. And thrive means prosper. And I'm talking about every area of your life. It's got to be a mindset so it can be a heart set. Is it ever too late? No. It, are you ever in a position where, because I think some people feel like this. I know I felt like this at times in my life where you feel like, I don't, I don't know that it, that it can get better based upon the circumstance. Is it ever too late? No, it's never too late. Never too late to show love. It's never show, never too late to show compassion. It's never too late to show concern. Mm. It might be just going over and praying for someone else who's going through one hellacious mess. Yeah, yeah. 
when you experience um, when you experience those moments, those moments of um, holding on. I know for a lot of people, sometimes the holding on can sometimes be as painful as the situation that they're dealing with themselves. How do you deal with that pressure of the whole, like, is this even, am I, am I crazy here? You know, how long sure. do I hold on? Um, well, the two things come to mind. Um, Joseph must have felt that way. Mm. And here's a guy that was his father's favorite son. His brothers hated him. They wanted to kill him. They threw him in a pit. They smeared animal blood all over his coat, which his dad had given him. And they sold him to a slave caravan to go to Egypt. Uh, God began to bless him. He rose up and became the, the household director of, a, of an important man's home. And then he got accused of raping the man's wife, which he didn't do. Yeah. He wound up in prison. And he, so he interprets dreams of a couple of guys. And those dreams came to pass. And Joseph's saying, hey, hey, what about me? And year after year, he just sat there in that prison. But God was watching. Galatians 6, 9 says, Be not weary in your well-doing. Mm for you shall reap in due season. And there was a due season coming for Joseph. And Joseph was able to interpret the king's dream when no one else could. And before long, he became the vice president, the prime minister of the entire nation. God brought him out of prison. He went from the prison to the palace because he held on. He kept investing in the lives of others. He kept interpreting the dreams of others that were in prison with him. He just kept sowing in and kept helping and giving into other people's lives. And that's, that's a passion in my heart, and that's what I try to do in my life. I try to give into other people's lives because I believe in the principle. I believe if I do that, God will somehow take care of me. In fact, everything I do, if I go someplace to preach, I say, Lord, I'm giving this as unto you. Yeah. And if I, every time I pray for someone, and I'm called to pray for people wherever I go, in stores, in restaurants, in airports, wherever I travel, uh, I'm asked to pray for people. I say, Lord, I'm giving this as unto you, and I believe you're going to use it for them, and that I believe you're going to bless it back to me and help me thrive in my life. So you talk about to thrive, you got to believe, to trust that God, first of all, wants you to thrive. And then you talk about investing in other people's life, you know, extending yourself beyond the need. Then there's this waiting period, right? There's this sometimes this period between I've done what I'm supposed to do and I'm holding on for God. Yes. What do you do in the wait? You just keep saying every day, I'm expecting, I'm expecting a miracle. Mm. I am expecting a miracle. And you say it, and you say it, and you say it, and you say it, and you just keep on saying it. And then you just keep on saying it and keep on saying it. I remember once when uh, God uh, impressed Lindsay to write something down 400 times a day. Mm. And I think one of the reasons why he did it was so she wouldn't be having enough time to focus on the negative. Instead, she was writing this positive sentence down 400 times a day. She didn't have much time to do anything else but be positive because she's writing it down 400 times. And it may be that you need to take something. I am the healed of the Lord, or I've, I've uh, given this to somebody and I'm expecting God to multiply it back to me and bless me and cause me to thrive. Maybe something like that, that take your mind off the negative side. Now, it's easy to say, well, now, Richard, you, look, you're, you're Oral Roberts' son. Mm -hmm. You're in the ministry. You're traveling all over the world, you know, but I'm just a normal person. And if it'll work for me, it will work for you. This may seem like an extremely obvious question, but for, for people in that waiting period, 
Um, it can be heavy. It can be burdensome. Sometimes you can feel like you're doing something wrong or like you're not in faith. Is that normal? Of course it's normal. And the first thing that's going to happen, Nick, when you, when you do something, you're going to hear, you're going to hear the devil's voice. He's going to be saying that was a waste of time. Yeah. He was going to be saying, you really expect that little thing you did, that little deed you did to actually work. That's when you've got to get violent in your faith. And you've got to say to him, devil, take your hands off me. I don't belong to you. I belong to God. And command him out of your life. You've got to say, no, devil, you can't have me. No, you can't have my family. No, you can't have my finances. No, you can't have my body. No, you can't have me. No, no, no. Bible says if you resist him, he must flee. So you got to stand up during those times and believe God. And I know it's hard thing. It's hard for me to do sometimes, but I know it's the right thing to do. You know, we barely scratched the surface on this in this uh, brief podcast, but maybe if you want to talk a little bit about this book uh, that you have called Thrive. I've got a book on our website, uh, richardroberts.org. You go to the bookstore, richardroberts.org slash bookstore. The book is titled Thrive, Mm -hmm. Eliminating Lack from Your Life. If you have some lack in some area, any area of your life, and you're hearing this podcast today and you say, hey, I want to thrive. I want God's blessing on my life. How do I do it? I'll explain it to you in this book. It's simply called Thrive, Eliminating Lack from Your Life. Just go to richardroberts.org slash bookstore. Yeah, we'd encourage you to get that. Thanks for letting me hang out with you today. Hey, thank you. Like to... and, and by the way, uh-huh. thank you for doing such a great job helping Lindsay do podcasts. You're welcome. I love it. I'm hearing lots of great comments. She does a great job. Entirely unconventional with Lindsay Roberts. Yeah. You can check it out if you haven't heard it. Would you like to pray us out today? Father, right now in the authority of Jesus' name, I'm praying over every person listening. I take authority over the circumstances that have come against you. I rebuke them in Jesus' name. And the word rebuke literally means stop it. That's enough. And I say to Satan, you take your hands off of God's property. And I remind you, my friend, you are God's property. You do not belong to the devil. You do not belong to this world. You're in this world, but you're not of it. That's what the Bible says. And I tell you from the word of God, God wants you to thrive in every area of your life. And I pray for you today. And I send the healing word to God of God to you in every area of your life today. Not in my name, but in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, Nick, thanks so much for being a part of this today. Nick Hand uh, is producer for uh, Lindsay's podcast, and uh, I'm trying to get him to help me to do mine, which he's doing a very good job. I love on. it. And we're kind of kicking it up a little bit. Yeah, we are. And we're doing some uh, new things, and I uh, hope you like it. Uh-huh. Uh, thanks, Nick, for being with us this Absolutely week. Absolutely, my pleasure. Hope you'll join me next week for the Expect a Miracle podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. God desires for you to thrive, not just get by, but to live your fullest life possible. In his book, Thrive, Eliminating Lack from Your Life, Richard Roberts shares with you three biblical principles to transform areas of lack into a life of abundance. Experience all that Jesus has provided for you. God's Word is full of the creative power to lift your faith and transform your circumstances. Request your copy of Richard's book, Thrive, Eliminating Lack from Your Life. Call today, 1-844-828-1412 or go online to richardroberts.org bookstore.